Okay, with the Last of Us 2 debacle that's been going on, and, uh, <laughs> debacle, that's been going on and all the other crazy stuff that's, you know, happening within the gaming industry, all of this just hubba-baloo of crap that keeps going out and going out and going out, um, as well as a lot of people getting upset at certain things in which, um, you know, for a while when it comes to current video games in which now, um, you know, you got, uh, was that Ubisoft basically implementing the system in which case if you don't agree to the Ubisoft like terms of service for their new thing, you basically can't play any of the games that you already purchased, which is also becoming a major threat in the video game industry. Like, um, the concept of you now paying or being, um, or having to be a part of something to play your video games rather than being able to physically purchase your video games, which is what we've been doing all this time, but more so just being like a download, in which case you will only be able to play your game if you're able to open up um, different access sites like uh, uh, Epic Game Store or Steam. And, with, and where in turn, like with those games, um, with the stuff off of there, if you purchase your game off of Steam, you don't own the game. You're only able to play the game as long as you have access to Steam. And a lot of people don't really register that, but that's an actual thing, and it's kind of, it's something to be worried about, because if any point in time Steam was to shut down, you know, you know, knock on wood, that that would happen, because I do have, I also have some games that I own from, that I can only play if I access Steam, um, but if that was to happen, then you're incapable of playing those games anymore. You can't get your money back, the, there's nothing you can do, because you do not own a physical copy of the game, you only own the rights to play the game through Steam. So, with that being something that a lot of people don't really get, um, and Ubisoft doing what they're doing, which can ultimately mean that, you know, at any point in time, all of the games that you have through Ubisoft, if you were to go through direct downloads, which a lot of people do, rather than get physical copies, and honestly, I urge you not to do that. I'm one of those people who prefer to have a physical copy of the game rather than to download it. If it is something that I download, I tend to let it be something inconspicuous. I, I could care less if I was unable to play it anymore. Um, if Like, if I spent, like, 12 or $10 on a game and I only got the direct download. Like, I'm totally fine if it's, like, I can't play that on my PlayStation or anything like that. I, I'm cool. But I still have physical copies of games that if I was to spend $60 or more, I want a freaking physical copy of said game. So, one of the other... Um, so. One of the things that I kind of think is something that people need to understand with how games are being, another thing that's like what, how games are actually being incorporated today is the concept of pre-orders. Now, pre-orders, in theory, sounded like an amazing idea. You know, it realistically, in theory, it's dope. And I say in theory only because if games were still made with the same type of uh finalization that they had back before they were able to give out patches then yes a pre-order is very well justified and something that will be ultimately welcomed because the finished product of the game is the finished product now that we have a multitude of concepts where they release games and they could give two shits if it's done or if there's anything to be reworked or anything like that and then they just release it and then you're fucked so, 
Now with the concept of pre-orders, I find that it's incredibly stupid because we know for a fact that the idea or that the fact or that this game will be completely polished is is uh, um it's just a pipe dream. Like that's not going to happen. They do not do that anymore. They release games that are barely finished or they might have some type of glitches that people will go out of their way to either discover, find out or just through the multitude of people who play said video games, they will notice, take note, and bring up the fact that, hey, all of this is happening, and then the developers are able to send out patches to fix the game to make it far more polished. So, with that being the case, why the hell would you pre-order at all? One of the things that try to justify a pre-order is that they'll give you certain stuff. A steelbook, a figurine, shit like that. Or, you know, like idiots who buy a game that comes in a bundle that gives you the console to play the game, which... Then is also like, then why the fuck wouldn't you have the console already? But those people are weird collectors, and then they wind up selling the console, but it sells for slightly less than what they got. Stupid. Um, really stupid. <laughs> but it's just, the idea behind pre-ordering is something that probably should have been disavowed a long time ago. Uh, the game industry has a, basically a huge fucking stranglehold on how game media is produced and sent out everywhere. You can tell that with the Naughty Dog, um, what was happening with Naughty Dog and The Last of Us 2, as no one reports on the fact that they were canceling people's YouTube videos and whatnot, but instead it's reporting the fact that, you know, everyone's having a preconception about the game and no one's even really played it yet. But then they also got found out that Naughty Dog had reviews for Last of Us 2 and no one's played it yet, and, like, the reviews are in the thousands of everyone just giving it five stars. So, bullshit like that exist in the gaming world because they did the same fucking thing for um death stranding and you can you can talk to as many people as you want that'll sit there and think that that's a great game but if you look up reviews for it it is very biased you honestly i honestly suggest that you look up gameplay of the game first before you even decide to go play that because the reviews and everything that went down with that was so ridiculously biased and basically so underhanded that a lot of people got upset and really wanted to get away from that video game. Uh, what was it? Metacritic had a bunch of bots lying about different reviews or all negative, but they went in and got Metacritic to take away all the negative reviews that were basically made by bots, but then come to find out that they had a bunch of good reviews about bots as well, but they didn't get rid of those. Those were okay to keep, but bullshit like that. And, and it's basically been going on and on and on for years within the gaming industry. So with that, so with that in mind, pre-ordering games really is not, it's not a good thing to do. I mean, look at Grand Theft Auto V. Grand Theft Auto V made their money back in pre-orders alone. And then when the game came out, it being, you know, Rockstar, it had problems. It had a lot of problems. Great game, but it had a lot of problems in initial release. Then after years of tweaking and fixing it became the polished masterpiece that we have today that still is a moneymaker for Rockstar. And it's been, like, what, over over 10 years it's been out? So it's, it's ridiculous to actually go in and pay full price for said game when now the game still has more content being coming out. It still is relevant. A lot of people still play it and whatnot. But you can get Grand Theft Auto V with all the bells and whistles for about what what was it like a uh, thirty something dollars, 
But when initially when it came out and everything, just the base game was damn near 70. So, you, you see how that, you know, and it's like, I understand if your job is in video game news or you're someone who's a streamer and you need to keep updating with the latest games. And this is a typical thing for male streamers. As females, you know, you can show your breasts. But male streamers, you got to stay relevant somehow. And that's either you just get really good at one particular game or you're just constantly playing multitude of games all the time in order to keep that money going in. Hey, more, more power to you, baby. But, um... It's just the concept of that regular people don't need to pre-order a video game. I get it. Granted that you really want to play a game, you really love the idea of said game, and you just desperately need it. But because of the fact that we live in an age now where patches do exist, as well as the concept of added DLC, it's not really that smart financially to waste money to get a pre-order. Uh, one, if you're that desperate to play a game, do, I mean, you can't really say that, as the backlog and the current log of video games is enough for God knows how many lifetimes. So, if you're that dead pressed on playing something, you can find anything that'll be cheap enough for you to be able to play to save time while you wait for another game to just kind of ease up, get polished a little bit, or just come out far more refined. Uh, something I did that basically it's it, it's not an excuse, but it is something that I did that was incredibly idiotic. Uh, I purchased Dragon Age Inquisition on the PlayStation 3, but at the time, I didn't have a PlayStation 4. So I played it on the PlayStation 3. Turns out I fell in love with the game. Then I purchased Dragon Age 4 Inquisition on the PlayStation 4 when I bought a PlayStation 4. And then afterwards, I saw that they had the game even cheaper. That came with a bunch of DLC, um, like armor equipment and things like that. And then I bought that. So essentially, I bought three copies of the same fucking game when the last time I bought the game was the best game that I should have bought. I, I mean, I gave one of I gave my other PS4 copy to uh, my brother, but um, and then he has refused to play it. I don't know why. <laughs> Dragon Age is is good, but. It, it, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, during that during that same time, I also had an incident where I was, um, back when I was big into the Assassin's Creed franchise, um, the last Assassin's Creed game that I bought was Syndicate. When I bought Syndicate, I got the Gold Edition that came with the Jack the Ripper DLC, all the extra armor DLC, the weapon DLCs, equipment, different um, missions, different character things, all the bells and whistles in the game. When this was initially released from um, for Assassin's Creed Syndicate when it first came out, it totaled up to $75, um, the gold edition. It was in total $75. I bought it for $15 at Target. Now, at the time when it came out, I wasn't hard-pressed to play the game. I knew I wanted to play the game, but basically I had mad patience. I It did not bother me or irk me to play Assassin's Creed that badly. Um, I know a lot of people aren't like that. A lot of people who consider themselves hardcore gamers would feel that that's something that they just really can't do. But trust me, as a hardcore gamer myself, I can tell you, it's totally plausible, especially when if you got a job and other shit to do, then yeah. But at the same time, if you basically look 
with the up if you look up other games that you could possibly be interested in or want to play um indie games especially if you're on the cheap side uh there's a lot of shit out there that can just be time wasters so when a game that you really want to play just for the enjoyment factor if you're you know more hard pressed for money or you really don't want to spend so much money for something that kind realistically is going to be an incomplete mess it's totally cool to wait i feel that it's all right to wait it the need of the gaming industry rushing people saying that you must get this when it comes out the dlcs or all the stuff that'll come out later will just make you enjoy the game that much later but think about how the dlcs work you'll essentially be paying 30 something dollars which is equivalent to a game in itself for a game that you already purchased at full price so now you're basically buying a game like if you spent 60 bucks on the witcher and then you spent like 30 something on the heart and stone dlc blood and wine dlc and everything you you basically just bought an extra game and that was like what 30 something i believe and you basically spent that much money which is like the the witcher game and then half of the witcher game itself and and all you got of it was extra content but i say this because i got the gold edition of witcher 3 which came with the Heart and Stone DLC and the Blood and Wine DLC already included. 60 plus hours of extra content. Because, I mean, CD Projekt Red, they, the motherfuckers know what they're doing. But that's extra content added into the game that already comes with the base game. And I only paid $35 for it. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, and then I enjoyed The Witcher 3 just like anybody else. And I had a hell of a time playing it. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. But I wasn't so hard-pressed to play it immediately. And you shouldn't have to be hard-pressed to play a game immediately. You shouldn't feel the need to want to play a game immediately just because they're trying to throw out and dish out hype that, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. It's going to be the biggest thing ever. You're going to love it. I mean, look at the Kingdom Hearts games. They literally went back and redid all the Kingdom Hearts games. I don't know how many fucking times for the PlayStation 3, for the PlayStation 4. And honestly, the concept of having those games on the PlayStation 2 um, at the time when I played them was like, yeah. But then they went in, added more content, fixed them, and made them better. So then I really didn't miss out on the games that I didn't buy that were like for the Game Boy Advance or um, the... Uh, what was the other thing? The uh, the 3DS and stuff like that. But it just actually just stuck it on another game. And then I was able to play that later. I was able to play Dream Drop Distance um, for Kingdom Hearts. And um, in one of the games that I bought. And basically I was like, hey, I didn't need to go buy a 3DS or anything in order to play this game. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people did buy a 3DS in order to play that game. So you can see how basically it, it kind of plays in your favor. As a gamer, and just money-wise, if you're trying to save up, to wait. It's totally cool to wait, uh, considering the fact, like, I have Final Fantasy XV. I haven't beat Final Fantasy XV because, basically, I got kind of bored playing it, and then I just kind of pushed it away, and I've been waiting all this time. And I got it when the game first came out. Now, there are some games that I, I also, you know... I can say, like, yeah, I also had the sin of getting it as soon as it came out, but I'm human, you know? <laughs> and it was like, I have things that I consider my absolute favorite, but I didn't pre-order those games, but I did go and buy them as soon as they came out, and I was like, hey, this is released, I'm gonna go get it. But, uh, I had that with, uh, what the, what the hell game was I talking about? Um, oh, Jesus Christ, I forgot. <laughs>
Final Fantasy 15. Um, and, and in Final Fantasy 15, I now see that they have the Royal Edition, which comes with all the DLCs, the season pass, and basically a whole bunch of a whole bunch of other extra crap that I could have gotten if I just waited a little bit. And then now that game is selling for like 30 bucks. And and it's like, yeah, it's been a while since Final Fantasy 15 has came out, but at the same time, I'm not currently playing Final Fantasy 15. So in hindsight, I can see that I would have been totally okay with waiting to get the game with far more added content than I would have if I was to get the game um, back then, and in which case, eventually, I would have gotten bored with the game and then not played it. So now, because I do want to finish it, I am going to go back and play the game eventually, but it's like, with that mindset, would I have been far more happier, would I be happier with the game if when I did play it, it had extra stuff that I didn't need to pay extra for? You see what I'm saying? So, I don't that's that's kind of one of the things that I'm that I'm talking about. Like I I bought Kingdom Hearts three when it first came out. I bought Kingdom Hearts three when it first came out, and Ace Combat um, seven when it first came out. Last two games I bought immediately when they got released, um, simply because I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan, um, diehard fan, and I love the Ace Combat series. Like, God, do I love it! And when I played both games, um, they were they were fantastic. Then come to find out, with Kingdom Hearts three they released, they said they were dropping a DLC for it. The DLC for the Kingdom Hearts 3 game, it was like uh, $35. And I still have not bought that. And I'm totally cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not losing blood. I'm not going crazy. I'm not in that world where it's like I desperately need to play every aspect of this game and spend all that I can for this game as soon as it came out. Because even, even now with the Ace Combat games, they released three extra DLCs, which were just three different missions. The missions were just as long as any of the regular missions within the game, and the concept of them selling them separate in order to play them seems idi- like really fucking idiotic. So you're you're spending it was like what damn near, uh, almost like fifteen dollars a piece for each mission, and that's thirty something. For three missions in a game that has, like, 20 missions. So you see how stupid that sounds? But I just didn't play them. And recently, I purchased them. I purchased them after so long when Ace Combat 7 came out and they released the DLCs, which I believe they released them, um, like, in November and December. And, uh, you know, they took time or whatever to release them. And it was, like, in, in November and December. And then I just purchased them a couple of days ago. And they had them in the store for half the price, and I was able to get the season pass for not half the price, but they basically the season pass itself was like $24, and I got it for $12. So you see how that worked out in my favor. I, I got to play missions that I wanted to play, but I thought it was stupid to pay money for, because the fuck? <laughs> I already bought the game for so much and you're giving this other DLC. There's nothing I can do to go against them giving away the DLC. I want to play that. This is why they're doing it. They're, fuck me. You know, there's, there's nothing I can do about that. But the, the, the concept of me getting it immediately when it came out, considering all those people who basically jumped on that because it was like, oh, what's coming out? I need to get this. And then they did it. And then like with me, it was just a mission. Then it was over with. You see how I can sit there and go, that's kind of idiotic. And I'm pretty sure in hindsight, a lot of them were like that as well. When 
in like if so facto if they just would have been a little bit patient understand the concept that you know games get old over time then when sales start to decline shit start getting slashed you know <laughs> it's like half off price goes down you know something to keep people interested or to at least get something for them to make up some type of money and all i had to do was just wait just a few months i waited a few months for a dlc to a game oh <laughs> For a DLC to a game that I really enjoyed. And then when I played the DLC. I, it was like yeah. They were just three missions. But god damn it if they weren't dope. Like <laughs> I, I thought they were amazing. How they did the story. It made me really happy. And I was like god I love Ace Combat. Just It's a game to make you feel good. It just makes you feel important. That's what it does. <laughs> Ace Combat makes you feel like you're special. And that's that's what you want. Ace Combat is like if you're feeling down. Play any uh, play Ace Combat four, five, or seven, and I swear you'll be you'll just feel great. You'll just feel great, and you'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm the savior of the world. That's what I am. <laughs> that's that's what Ace Combat does, and those DLCs were actually fantastic. Now with the Kingdom Hearts DLC, I'm not getting that because that's still a hefty chunk of change right now, and so I'm totally cool with waiting because I'm not that hard pressed to play anything else with Kingdom Hearts three. And, uh, I mean, I'm also kind of biased because with Kingdom Hearts 3, they kind of disappointed me a little. But, at the same time, I eventually know I will play the DLC. I know that it has a lot of content, and it's pretty cool that they implemented that into the game. But, I'm totally fine with waiting. I'm cool with being mad patient. I'm alright with just not throwing away some money to play a part of a game that honestly isn't really that major of a thing that I need right now in my life. Now, it's totally understandable if the only things that you play are, like, certain particular games. You know, if you're someone who's a, um, into the fighting game scene and, like, you really need to bone up on, like, fighting games and things like that. Again, that coincides with gaming being a part of your life, your lifeblood, you know. You, you're someone who goes to tournaments, competes for the money and whatnot. So you need to keep up with the games and whatnot. But again, you gotta understand, like, that's how they be those companies be shelling out and squeezing a lot from the from you guys as well because you got shit like Capcom, which what released um, Street Fighter with like only a few characters to play with, and then everyone else you had to pay for after when time passed when the game came out, which is just fucking ridiculous. So it's like you already bought the game, but now I gotta buy the characters that are supposed to be a part of the game in the first place. And it's like no it's like if if basically all of you guys just would have just said no and just not fucked with the game period, Capcom will probably change their marketing strategy. They will probably go, hey when we release a fighting game, we should release it with all the characters. <laughs> if we want to add some people later Maybe then we could add in DLC, like they used to do. But when that happened, that's just... Ugh. I mean, Capcom also got in trouble because they what they started putting ads during like their online matches and stuff like that. And now it's just a, that's just a big old no-no. <laughs> but, so, shit like that is just... I, I, I think about, and it drives me crazy, because of the fact that it's like, you got so many people losing out so much money because of some shit that basically they could have controlled if they just kind of were a little bit patient. One of the things that also that I always take into account is the fact that some people pre-order games just off of the aspect that it's a sequel or they heard from someone else that it's supposed to be a really good game. Word of mouth. And uh, 
you now most of the time you'll have games that sequels will actually sell better than the originals. This is a this is a fact. Um, and with that is because much like with movies, people are more inclined to see a sequel than they are to see the original thing because word of mouth. I told you how this original movie was great. They're making a sequel about it. Well, I'll just go see the sequel. I'm pretty sure I can understand it based off of what you told me. Cool. And people think like that. I can't, but people think like that. There are some people out there who think like that. So you got the game like The Last of Us 2 that's out, and you got so many people who pre-ordered the game without knowing anything about the game, which is a very story-oriented video game. So you have people pre-ordering that game. Leaks come out about the game's story, which, within a story-oriented video game, is the biggest sin. Now you're stuck, you know? And it's like, you... If you were new to the game series or you wanted anything to be, you know, if you wanted to check this game out because you heard a lot of good things you want to, and you were like, you were interested in it, it would have been fine to not pre-order the game. If anything, it's smarter to wait for the game to get released and then look at how the gameplay is. See some of the games, not just through trailers, but look at some of the game and how it's implemented or how more so things are um, brought to light. So you can see if whether or not it's something that you would be interested in. Now, even if you are interested in it, it's still a long shot for the game to be something that you would care for. So, use the word of mouth. Wait till someone else gets the game and they can tell you whether or not it's worth getting. Don't say, say stuff, you know, be like, don't spoil the story, but was it fun? Yeah, it was fun. Cool. can um easily just because it's something i do and when it's a game that i don't know about or i look you know happen to be browsing in blockbuster i mean blockbusters <laughs> i mean best buy blockbusters dead um you know browsing in uh best buy or gamestop or something like that and i'm just you know just feeling froggy and it's like eh, if there's something i could get that's like super cheap pre-owned or whatever i don't care and i'll look at games and it'll be stuff that i would never seen before typically RPGs, because that's that's how I roll, um, I'll see that stuff, and then I'm just, eh, you know, I just look at it with a, eh, uh, eh, but I don't know anything about the game, and the box art, and the words in the back, that's typically used to trick people, so, <laughs> none of that shit that they say on there is real, a fast-paced RPG with amazing new battle systems, and it's like, it's just turn-based, bitch, <laughs> don't lie to me, and, and it's like, all my questions should be answered when I just, Pull out my phone, look up gameplay footage of the game, and if I see anything that I like or see anything that I don't like, I don't get it. I don't fuck with it. There's nothing There's nothing to worry about. I don't lose out on anything, but I gain so goddamn much. I didn't waste money on a game that I didn't want. I didn't waste time trying to play something that I knew I wasn't going to like. And it just, I didn't waste my time or anything, you know? So, it was like, but that's the same thing can be applied to brand new games. And it's like, just because you feel that it's something that you desperately need or like you really need to play it. It's totally cool to be patient. You'll actually gain more in the long run. It's fine to wait for a game to become to release. They, you know, give it a little bit. I I honestly would say when a game is released, honestly, if you desperately really want to play the game and you're not someone who's just hard pressed to play it like crazy. I mean, with me and Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 3 was supposed to come out God knows how many years ago. And I'm a huge Die Hard fan. So when it came out, of course I jumped at it. 
but that goes with the fandom, you know? But it's like, if you're not someone who's a diehard, hard-pressed fan, then by all means, waiting at least a month to two months for a game just to get polished enough, if, if anything, a month, just for them to add in certain um, patches and whatnot to fix the game so you'll be fine, hey, totally cool, totally worth it. You're still paying the same amount. But by this time, you can see a hell of, you know, you just go through YouTube one time, and see people talk about a hell of a lot more stuff that'll probably help you out um, rather than just going into the game blindly. You know, if someone implements or tells you about how the story progresses or something happens to a character that's the only thing that you care about in the game, you don't get to waste your money. You know, it's like if you're just interested in the story, you can just watch someone do a playthrough. You know, it's, a thing, it's like just like this happens. And this is actually a wonderful mindset to have when approaching brand new video games because of the fact that it helps you save time and money which a lot of people don't think about <laughs> they just go oh game i'm gonna get and you shouldn't you really shouldn't um it's it's just it's just something that basically it kind of it's something i've been thinking about since uh cd project red got cyberpunk 2077 coming out now so many people want to get cyberpunk 2077 that game to me, I was like, this is the only game that's coming out now that's worth anything. It's the only game that I can see that, like, basically I was like, I'll get that. Like, nothing else is coming out that I even give a shit for. I don't care for The Last of Us 2. There's, um, the, what they announced, the fucking Assassin's Creed Vikings, and that basically was just a movie trailer, and everyone started losing their shit over it, and it's like, Ubisoft does this all the time. Remember the trailer for Assassin's Creed Unity? That shit was amazing. That trailer is is just the bomb. Assassin's Creed Unity is garbage. So, and then I didn't buy it. So, you know, I looked out on that one. And that's one of the reasons why. I waited. So, um, you know, and then it's like Cyberpunk 2077 coming out. So many people pre-ordering. So many people think the game's going to be amazing. But I see Cyberpunk 2077 in the crust of uh, what happened between me and Dragon Age Inquisition because of the fact that we're now about to get a brand new slew of consoles and uh, so with that being said the idea of believing that a lot of the games that are about to come out soon won't be cross-platformed on both the PS4 or the PS5 or the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X you're out of your fucking mind if you seriously believe that they'll, they'll only be on that individual console and nothing else you're out of your fucking mind so would it be wise for me to wait until, you know, I give it a minute for the PlayStation 5 to be out? Because normally with the PlayStations, you know, they come out with better designs, uh, far more uh, gigabyte holding, uh, a wonderful bundle, shit like that. If With consoles, I always say give it a year before you decide to buy a brand new console. I mean, even if the console came out right now, what fucking games would be out to play them on? Nothing. So, people, I, I have a lot of people like that, that harp over... Oh, I'm getting a PlayStation, and it's like, for what? There's nothing coming out, dude. <laughs> it's like, what What exactly are you going to play? There's nothing out. Like, it, you can give it a minute. Just give it a minute. And, like, with, with, um, with brand new consoles, I always say, like, a year is a wonderful thing to do. And it's best to do a year and some change, because when you get them on the holidays, that's when a lot of deals happen. And you get it for the low along with the bundle of a, um, you know, like, a, probably an extra controller or a game or something like that. So... You know, like like with me, I got my I got my PS4 with 
in the Uncharted bundle. Um, it came with Uncharted 4, which is an amazing game to play. Uh, it came with Uncharted 4, but I also got like three other games, and I got it all for like $130. $138. The, uh, the, um, yeah, yeah, no, uh, $180 altogether. And you might think, like, that's fucking possible, but yo... Man, coupons is a motherfucker. <laughs> it's like you, man, you gotta you gotta know how to work the system, baby. And I'm telling you, you you get everything you need and everything you want. But um, so so with that, and it's like with a uh, Cyberpunk 2077, I really want to play that game. I know that game is gonna be amazing. I keep looking at different information and stuff like that. Them talking about the game and how they're implementing stuff. And yeah, those people went crazy with like the picture and like with the. The, the, the tranny in the picture, it just fucking re- retarded, but, you know, um, it's, it's something that I really want to play, but I'm mad patient, you know, <laughs> especially after they announced that they're going to implement DLCs that, like, they had in The Witcher, and I was like, oh, hell no, so then I could just wait just as long as I did for The Witcher 3, and then hopefully, you know, even like if I get to the point where I'll be like, you know what, I can get this now. Or like I'm cool with whatever. I can be like, you know, I can get this and then buy the DLCs later. Or I can get into a pack that they might have a gold edition or something like that. Which a lot of games just release off rip like that. You know, they'll go, we'll have gold. And it comes with just the season pass thing also to it. And then you just get all the DLCs later. So anything, any, any of that, you know, <laughs> it's like I'm fine with any of that. Um, and you just basically get the game, play the game, um, when it's right for you. And then if anything, that would be a game that I would buy when I get a PlayStation 5. So I have something that I really want to play with better graphics, better runtime, you know, all, all the bells and whistles that come with playing on a 5 rather than a 4. Hell, I'm running out of space on my 4 anyway. But <laughs> it's just the concept of pre-order is something that basically is kind of archaic right now. You don't need to do pre-orders unless that unless you just it's just your life your lifeblood depends on playing games when they first come out if you're a game reporter reporter, then yeah you desperately need to get a video game as soon as it comes out if you're not then no you don't need to worry about this shit so it's just something to think about something to, to mull over when you're trying to purchase that game when you're trying to get that new update or anything like that, or when you think that, you know, this game's going to be the game that I need to get, you and your friends are all talking about it and coercing about it, and it's like, honestly, if you are cool with just waiting, you know, and it's like, you, you should be cool with just waiting. Shit. But, yeah, alright, that'll be it. Yeah, I gotta go. Shit. I'll probably have more to talk about later. As soon as I do, I'll let you know. This has been Fun with Flame, and my name's Daniel Flame. As always, people, hope you have fun.